The MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Bet $50 at WinBet and get $200 in free bets. Bet big and win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit WYNNBet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by Sleeper. You already play fantasy on Sleeper, but now you can win cold hard cash with their over-under game. Just head on over to sleeper.com slash SGP on your phone to join the SGPN group. And Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit of up to $100. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. And make sure to download the SGPN app. It's your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Howdy ho, Generinos, and welcome to the MMA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network, episode 151. Let's send it out to Pantera, Thrash Metal Band Pantera. They, they came up in the SGPN Slack last night because La Pantera fought and won us some money. And I actually listened to him when I was out with driving around with the kid today because he's into metal. So there you go. This goes out to Pantera. Um, this isn't a Pantera podcast. Maybe we will have a spinoff one at some point. Who knows? Who's to say? But this is a podcast all about MMA and making money off it and making childish jokes and, you know, all, all that good stuff. So um, I would be your host. Um, I am known as Jeff Chalks Fox. I'm one of the chalkiest betters you're going to find. But I win and I won last night. But I won last night thanks to a underdog. So. We'll have to get into that. How ironic is that? But I ended up up money because I, I hit a pretty decent dog last night at those epic UFC fights. Uh, I am not here alone. Obviously, you don't want to hear me just talk and talk and talk for an hour, just me talking. That uh, I'll bring in someone who loves to talk on the mic. Um, <laughs> he, he's I'm not sure if he still goes by Gumby God or not after this weekend. Um, up to last episode he was referring to himself third person deity uh gumby god uh he may just be back to danny or dan or daniel we'll, we'll have to find out it's daniel Vreeland, anyhow but hi hi and bye hi it was it was it was main card gumby god mm-hmm. i i hit every single main See, card fight which uh he knows <laughs> positive spin is back yeah positive spin's always here yeah no uh and, and also, I would just say I would have a, and it was a mediocre day. It wasn't a bad day. Mediocre right? was, boys are back. I forgot I was to say six that. And, mediocre six boys and are five. back. I was six yep. and five. Uh, I, I think I did. I, I went two and two with the recommended plays. And I had to have been pretty close to even money, right? Like maybe down 20 bucks. Oh, you lost a buttload of money there, Dan. Because you, uh, all, your, all your big money was on the ones that lost. That's how. Oh, no. We'll get to that. A, we'll get okay, to that. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. <laughs> um, yeah, I must have had the smaller amounts on them. Anyway, uh, I did hit two of them, though. Uh, yep. And, no, I, I whiffed a, a bunch on a couple of these prelims, but I'll tell you this. If a fight card looks like that on a weekend, I don't care if I went 0-11 or 0-12. That was worth the price of entertainment then. Did we all win, Dan? On that fight card, hell yeah, we did. Yes. That was I, I'm gonna tell you that uh, rivaled, uh, at least as far as the main card action goes, that rivaled yep. UFC 189 for me as being my greatest card of all time. Because that that right now is entrenched in my memory as the greatest card of all time is 189. Which uh, for those of you who don't Remind remember, uh, Conor McGregor knocks out uh, Chad Mendez for the interim yes. belt in yes. like the craziest comeback. 
Before yeah. that was Robbie Lawler versus Rory McDonald in, you know, a fight, fight that broke Rory century uh pride broker mcdonald we had a flying knee knockout from jeremy stevens on dennis bermudez gunner nelson absolutely put it to brandon thatch in a round and then a flying knee knockout from thomas almeida on brad pickett all of those on the main card so like five straight finishes all insane fights and like there were some decent prelims too but like that main card sticks out to me in history is like one of the greatest ones in this one man dude i i, I oof. I mean, Shevchenko Santos might have pulled it down a little bit, but even that was really fun to watch. It was intriguing for sure. Um, I, I thought it was, well, maybe the first round or so wasn't as much, but um, yeah, it's just because of the, the outcome and the closeness of it, obviously it was, it was intriguing. And that was the worst quote unquote fight on the main card. Everything else was finishes. Um, obviously we will, we will get to all that. Plus we'll, uh, we'll recap, see how Dan did with the road to UFC Singapore picks that he he gave y'all um which was uh the friday before the day before these fights went down so before we hop into that i gotta tell you about win of course make sure to get down on the wins bet 50 dollars win 200 promotion where 50 bet qualifies you for up to 200 in free bets plus the ultimate football fantasy excuse me the ultimate fantasy football experience bet 500 plus on sports or casino before july 31st of this year get entered to win the ultimate fantasy football draft experience at Encore Beach Club, including a two-night stay at Wynn Resort for you and your entire league. That would make you a Gumby God if you pulled that off. Multiple entries are allowed. Plus, do you want to party with DJ Diesel? All users can bet $100 on NBA or casino and be entered into a prize drawing to attend a DJ Diesel, a.k.a. Shaquille O'Neal, performance at Encore Beach Club at night, as well as a meet and greet with DJ Diesel this summer. There's so much to choose from, and all you have to do is download the WinBet app or visit wynnbet.com to get started. Offer subject to change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 or older and present in the state where a playthrough WinBet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Now on to Sleeper. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform today with millions of players. You probably already have a fantasy league on there. All the SGPN guys do. It's a game-changing product like anything else in the industry. And now, capital N-O-W, now you can make money on Sleeper 2 by playing the new over-under game. It's super simple. First, in any sport, choose two or more players that you like and pick the over-under. For example, number of points in basketball or hits in baseball. Then choose the amount of money you want to enter into the contest. If you pick correctly, you can win anywhere from two times to over 20 times the money you put in. Main reason I'm excited about over-under on Sleeper is that it's the only app where I can join my buddies, assuming I had buddies. But if I had buddies, I could join their contests and play together. It's got a built-in group chat where I can see and copy my friends' picks with the tap of a button. It's insanely fun to write it out together. Stop what you're doing and download Sleeper now to play their new over-under game. Have fun with your friends and make some money with these picks from Dan right now. Go. Oh, man, you're putting me on the spot again. By the way, uh, I last time I had Charlie Morton, not Charlie yeah. Morton, Max Freed strikeouts along right. with, uh, um, I believe I had Austin Riley hits. That one yes. hit perfectly. Then I nice. gave you uh, Dansby Swanson and Ronald Acuna hits. That didn't hit. But the first one hit, which is important there. Um, <laughs> yes. I, I, I'm, get How this. do you not know I, I'm going to do this to you? I, I know you were going to do it, but this time I was, get this, you know, this is brand awareness here. I was sleeping uh, as I, as you were getting things ready. Yeah. Uh, um, I'm tired. Not you, dude. You're young. You can't be tired. Uh, am, I, am I young still? Um, all right. Younger. Let's, uh, let's take a look at, at late night games on Monday. Um, let's see. I, uh, I like the, 
over on hits for Brandon Drury uh, in the okay. late night game for Cincinnati. That dude has been raking lately. And uh, Merrill Kelly, you know, is ha- having a pretty darn good year with a, a low ERA. But like at the same time, I don't think he's going to keep Brandon Drury at bay. And I'll also take the uh, we'll stay on that Diamondbacks Reds game, too, because I think that's going to be a high scoring affair. Yeah. Despite the fact Merrill Kelly's been pretty good. I'll take Cattell Marte with the over on hits, too. Uh, that dude's hitting. Uh, he, well, he's got the best batting average on the Diamondbacks, but that's also like being the tallest Smurf. So that doesn't really matter for too, too much. Um, but I do think uh, with Mike Miner on the mound, he, he should be able to rack up a couple of hits. So Drury and Cattell Marte in the D-backs Reds game. Hopefully Kelly gets rocked because I cut bait on him a few weeks back off my fantasy team. So Ooh, I would hate to a, see him do good. That's now. a hard, that's a hard sell. That dude's uh, not having yeah, the no. worst year. That's a, that's a low three ERA. Yeah, I think he had a few bad games in a row, and uh, I lost my patience, Dan. I'm a tough manager. <laughs> I'm a tough fantasy manager. So, All right, so Dan gave you your winning picks. Here, here's what you do with them. Go to your mobile phone, because even Dan has a mobile phone, even though he's not an Apple, right, Dan? It, it is not an Apple. I can assure, assure you that I don't own any <laughs> Apple products. All right, there you go. Uh, mobile phone, join our listener group on Sleeper at sleeper.com slash SGP, and Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to 100 bucks. That's right. Join our squad and get the 100% deposit match at sleeper.com slash SGP. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right. Seems like it was, I, I got a bunch of winning um, betting slips from multiple people DM to me in Twitter. So I think it was a pretty good night for people that, that follow the pod. Um, I was in and out of the Slack. It did. How did everybody do in the SGP and Slack last night? Definitely not as. Definitely not as good as the week before, but I will say right. we, we did seem like we were on uh, a roll once it got to the main card. Um, yeah. Although the man, and we're going to get into this in just like four seconds, but like, my goodness, that Yuri, Yuri submission, just like, there's no reason to take Yuri inside the distance instead of Yuri knockout, right? Like there's no good yeah. reason except yeah. for the, the <laughs> good reason, except for, except for reality, right? <laughs> I said that joke. I actually predicted the exact you, thing, you, right? You made me look up the number, and I said 1,600. <laughs> yeah, 20, yeah, okay, I thought it was 20, Was it 26? It might have yeah, been 26. I it 26. Did, I you said, see what? The, mm. did you see the number for Yuri, if you would bet pre-fight, uh, Yuri fifth-round submission? <laughs> well, that's so specific, it must have been uh, outrageously high. Uh, plus 20,000. Oh, it would have been Two, so nice. 200 to 1. So, you know, like... $100 bet there cashes at, at 20 grand, like incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah. I said, could Yuri like pummel him on the, like pummel him on the feet and then like get him in a choke. He was like, no, well, that and, couldn't and, happen. And you know what? I was right because it <laughs> it's didn't true. happen. Pummel on Actually, the ground. <laughs> the, the thing that happened was that Glover battered him on the feet. I'm yes. dude, this is, a, this is the let's most talk about it. Let's get ever. into it. Yeah, let's, let's, let's dig it. <laughs> Let's dig into it. Yuri Prohashka, Prohashka submitted Glover Teixeira. Yes, I said that right. He submitted him. Rear naked choke, 432 into the fifth round in a fight that, uh, according to, what, two out of the three judges, I believe, had Glover winning it. I don't know. I I, I kind of, like, I in my mind, I'm scoring fights as I watch it. I thought, it, it, I I don't know. It, it was it, it was a tough one to score, I think. Um, but I, I wouldn't um, wouldn't cause a stink if, if uh, Glover had won that via, via a decision or, or the other way around, because... Both men had uh, an insane amount of uh, of chances and damages on the other opponents. So anyhow, Yuri somehow, as as the announcers were saying, that Glover was making a lot of mistakes on the ground. He made one fatal mistake and got himself choked out. So 
I remember years ago, I don't know if I said it publicly or, or to you or anything, but I was like questioning Glover's ground game, even though he, like I was saying he was like the sloppiest or the worst looking third degree black belt ever, but that kind of, I kind of shut up after the past few years, but maybe I was right. I was just a few years early on that. I mean, like, I don't think he looks sloppy. I, I think ultimately the issue here is that he, um, he just, he gassed, you know, like, yeah, he's old I, I think, and he got beat up really bad. I think it was gassed. And, and you want to know the craziest thing about, you know, like you, you just mentioned, uh, that, that it, it's two out of three judges had given him three rounds. Yeah. He was not about to win that fight. I don't know if you know that if Yuri Prohashka wins the last round, 10, nine, yeah. it's a draw. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because, because Mike Bell had it two rounds apiece. So if Yuri yeah. wins the third, he takes it on his card. Ben yeah. Cartilage had it three rounds to Glover. So he wins it three to two on his judges' scorecard. On the last one, they had it three rounds to one for Glover over Prohashka, but they gave him the third round at 10 8. So if he had won the last round, it would have been 30 or uh, 47 47. And it would have been so one draw, one to either guy. We would yep. have not gotten a winner if Yuri Prohashka wins that fifth round. Oh, uh, we would have had to see them fight again, Shocks, eh? But here's okay. So I, you know, <laughs> I, I first of all, I agree 100. percent Second of all, are we about to anyway? That's my yeah, big maybe. question. Yeah, are Glover is, is not retiring at this point. This seems to uh, great, getting, great, great post fight interview by yeah, the way. <laughs> getting beat half to death for 30 minutes seems to have uh, reinvigorated him. He's he's ready to rock and roll some more. Yeah, I mean, like, in, in man, dude, if you didn't go back and watch the post fights, because I know you don't often, and for if anybody was staying up for it on the East Coast, it was 1.30 by the time they got the mic to, to Glover's lips. So, like, I, I get that you didn't hang around for it. It's so good and so classic Glover that he's, like, in a good mental space. He's, like, they asked him what's next for him, and he's, like, I looked pretty good out there, didn't I? And I was like, uh, yes, dude. Yes, you did. Um, so I was I was jacked up. I, I'm glad he's not going anywhere. Because, like, if that was the last one, um, like, that shouldn't be his last one, right? Like, that's not how it should end for Glover. But he also had originally said he only had two left. He, he said he was right. going to defend the belt against Yuri Prohashka, then maybe defend it in September, October, November, somewhere in that range. And then hang him up. He was playing on two defenses and call it a day. So if he loses the first defense, I, I can't imagine he sticks around to fight one more and then then call it a day anyway. But the UFC isn't the type of person to like just gift wrap him one because he's on his way out. Right. But like, did he earn one? Like, I, I, I personally think he earned one, right? Yeah. You would think. So that's what you want to see next? Or you think that's what should happen next? Should well, rematch? it's. It's hard for me too because, like, we we talked about this. I, I don't remember how many weeks ago. Uh, but when Jan Blankovic beat Alexander Rachich, yeah, him blowing his knee out did a huge disservice to Jan, right? Like, if Jan goes out there and yep. flattens him, this is Jan's title shot, right? This is Yuri versus right. Jan next, and we're not even talking about it. But now we have Glover as a question mark. We've got Paul Craig about to fight Volkan Ozdemir to go on a, I think, a five-fight winning streak and a seven-fight unbeaten streak or something like that. And then we also got Megaman Ankalaev fighting uh, Anthony Smith to go on a massive win streak. So, like, th there are there, – there are going to be four legitimate options for Yuri Prohashka. I'm not sure the, the avenue they want to go down when Yuri wants to fight again. But I, I will tell you, like, I think the right answer is to just, like – 
let Glover do this one more time. Uh, and if he loses or wins, I, I think, you know, maybe he retires anyway and you let people fight for the vacant belt. But, man, I, I almost think he's the one who should be getting this shot. Now you're going to say it's going to be a fatal four-way. Oh, one yeah. man in each. There's I'm, no corners, but one man in each side of the cage and let him go. I mean, in a <laughs> in a perfect world, I want a one night tournament. That, that's what yeah, I. Oh yeah, want. for sure. I was thinking like fight fight circus. They're all in there at the same time. So, um, yeah. What um something I, I did find humorous is Yuri was upset because he usually um he says he he likes to fight clean, huh? Since when? Since when? Since when does he not get um? the life beat out of him in a fight before he wins. He never fights clean. What's he talking about? Well, does he just mean clean as in he didn't take like a big damaging shot? Cause he didn't take a big damaging shot from, from Dom Reyes. Right. No, Dom I Reyes didn't hit him with shit. Like yeah. Vulcan, Vulcan hit him with a little bit, but like not a ton. Like you can almost forget that you got hit by Vulcan Ozdemir in that fight. But like, you, you know, he did just piece up Dom Reyes. So like he, maybe that's what he's thinking of, but like, he, he's a wild man. He, he, I would also he say this. Damage. That's what happens. Glover Teixeira is also like seven levels higher than Dom Reyes. So like, get over yeah, yourself yeah. that it was like a, it wasn't a perfect fight. <laughs> it, I, that was pretty much a Yuri fight. If, if you've ever seen one, really. Um, it just took him a lot longer to finish the fight than, than he usually does. So yeah. H- how about his performance? Um, I had people DMing me saying that he's a real deal, real deal after that one. Like the grappling for crying out loud. He's like he should have been dead when you when you hit the ground. He hit the ground multiple times in the fight. He even yeah. he even took advantage of it. I, I can't believe how good he looked on the ground. Like like in full full mount, right? Like he was in full yeah. mount. How many times? Like I I can't even count him off the top of my head. How many times he was in bottom mount in uh and he just survived. So and he did the the right things too, right? Like elbow knee escape, uh bumping, moving the half guard. Like he just really clever work there to to get himself to the right spot, and uh, yeah, like I, I don't know, uh, I I I think he's the real deal, but I also think there's some really bad matchups out there for him. Uh, yeah, like, such it, as the one that I think it's crazy because I'm like Glover should get the rematch. Right. I wouldn't pick him to win the rematch, but you know who I might pick to beat Yuri Prohashka right now? Do tell. I I might pick Paul Craig. I might pick you Paul, love Craig. Paul Craig. I, I do, but also like <sighs> Paul Craig is is gonna do a lot of the same things Glover did. He's yeah. gonna be a little bit faster and a little bit tighter on the feet, and he's gonna have better cardio. Yeah. Right? Like like he he is a younger version of what Glover Teixeira had set out to do in this fight. And granted, his boxing doesn't look like Glover's, right? Like he's not like all hooks and shit like that, or he you know, hit as hard either. I would he, say probably. I, and yeah, I you know I I kind of agree with you. I don't think he hits as hard, but like also Glover didn't use his boxing to try to hit him hard enough to get him out of there. Yeah. Right? Like that that wasn't his goal. And when he did, he he tried to snap down a guillotine. So mm, yeah. uh I, I think Paul Craig probably uses his his striking as more of a means to an end, uh, but like intelligently in this case. And and I think he would be a bad matchup for Yuri based on what I saw. And and don't get me wrong. Yuri survives. Yuri's got his own skills there, but Paul Craig is like a younger, faster uh, jujitsu expert, and I I think that might be the the riddle solver here for Rohashka. Are we going to see it next? Undoubtedly uh, not. 
<laughs> yeah, I, I think that would be in case of emergency break glass, bring out the bear Jew. Um, I, I don't I don't think he's uh, top of the FC's list to. to does it feel dirty when you say his nickname? Does yeah. It, does it feel it does, wrong? It, it feels like, like I'm being racist, like I, but yeah, I feel like I shouldn't is. say it, but it is. <laughs> I didn't make it up, dude. <laughs> but yes, it does. So anyhow, um, yeah, worth the price of admission that that fight. The fans in Singapore, I'm sure, didn't mind having to get up early in the morning to go and and see this fight live. So it definitely, um, definitely was worthwhile. And we did hit our straight up plays on this one, minus 200 Yuri won us some money. He screwed us over in our recommended place. I don't know why I put a prop bet. I I'll keep telling myself, don't put prop bets in recommended place, but I did put a prop bet and I put an underdog and I lost both of those, but I won my straight up bet. So someday I'll learn Dan. Anyhow, um, coming event wasn't so bad. Um, considering it was a Valentina Shevchenko fight and it went the distance, uh, split decision win for the champ over Italia Santos, 48, 47, 47, 48, 49, 46 me just scoring it i had heard the outcome before i got to watch it so that maybe that changed how i was thinking of things but just watching it the first time through i thought santos had won the first three rounds um which means she would have won the fight but it doesn't matter what i think because um judges did give it to the champ who says she had a knee injury apparently um didn't affect her in the fight but it did affect her um her dancing ability so that's why she didn't dance after the fact <sighs> Fantastic. Um, that's all, that's what she said, right? She said she couldn't dance because she hurt her knee or her foot. Maybe it wasn't knee; it was a foot. I think. So, so I'll tell you <clears throat> live. Uh, I, I think I even tweeted this out after the first three rounds. I said, round two, razor close, like yep. ridiculously close. Um, and one in one and three were for Santos. So I was like, yes. Santos is either up two to one or three to nothing right now. Valentina's got to turn it up and Valentina turned it up. Oh yeah. So after the fact, I went back and I was like, well, I, I said round two was razor close and I didn't know. So I went back and watched round two again. I think ultimately you have to give it to Shevchenko on that round. Um, after watching it again, like she just did more damage on the feet and she did enough damage on the feet. And once Santos gets her down, she kind of just holds her there. Um, yeah. which as you know, doesn't score. And, and I think that's what about probably, defense though? Does defense score? Defense does not score. <laughs> okay. Yeah. For all, all of right. you Twitter experts out there, defense does not score. You know how um, they should score fights. Joe Rogan has a good idea. They should score fights based on damage. Yeah. Which they pretty much do. Um, <laughs> which they have I mean, for years. Yeah, years. Anyhow, I mean, like that, that's like oversimplified, like, <laughs> yeah, uh, I know. like, cause, cause with, with jujitsu, right. In, in ground game. It's, it's not just damage because yeah. we're actually going to get into talking about one later uh, where yeah. I think a guy came close to finishing the fight, which is how the rules read. Um, yeah. It didn't get credited for it and wound up losing a decision. I don't think he deserved to lose. Um, but that being said, uh, yeah, like I, I scored the fight after the fact for Shevchenko. Worth mm-hmm. noting, uh, three sure dog guys scored it for Santos, though. And oh, they see, were I'm always on the wrong side of history, aren't I? And they were hang on one, two, three, four. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight. There were eight people who scored it for Santos. Yeah. Uh, three of them from Sherdog, and there were three, six, nine, twelve, fifteen, eighteen, nineteen guys who scored it for Shevchenko. So yeah, nineteen to eight, and eight had three Sherdogs in it. So nineteen to five. <laughs> what what round was the headbutt that messed Santos up? Was that the second? I think round? that was the third. Third, okay. Um, but I, I'm not positive. That's that's the thing. Judges, uh, uh, if the judges didn't get to didn't catch that live, then they will have no idea. Uh, they they won't know that it was a headbutt that caused 
all that damage. They might think that Shevchenko caused that damage with a with a legal strike. So that's like they talk about damage and damage is the most important thing. Well, uh, if it comes off a inadvertent headbutt, then you know it kind of changes things. But True. That, that, it's too bad that that kind of um, messed up the fight, obviously, because Santos wasn't really the same after that. Um, I'm sure it wasn't just that, obviously. Shevchenko decided that maybe she should use her talents that she actually has and instead of coasting and, and she turned it on but yeah she, the she decided to stop countering that was the big mm-hmm. yeah it's true she, she tried to be first yes yes so anyhow um exciting fight what do you think is gonna happen now maybe is this gonna quiet the talk like she was talking about moving up the band weight is that gonna quiet it now this is this is uh was such a close fight or it, it, i guess it depends if juliana pena uh keeps the belt or not i think if she doesn't keep the belt then and uh, Nunes is the champion. I don't think Shevchenko is moving up. No, I, if Nunes wins, they're doing the trilogy. Okay, yeah. That's, that, yeah. That's, I'm positive. If, if Amanda Nunes wins, she's fighting Juliana Pena again. And we've got time for another Valentina Shevchenko fight. Yeah, um, yeah. So so with that being said, yeah, like I, I think Shevchenko has got to get another fight in there. The the most logical one for me, it, I guess it really depends on her time frame. Because she likes to stay active. Yeah. Um, but the winner of Manon Firo versus Caitlin Chokagian Ooh, in Manon. Paris... Uh, I mean, like that screams number one contender fight. Um, and not that anybody's clamoring to see uh, Caitlin Chokagian versus Valentina Shevchenko too. Uh, but like she's done enough. If she beats Manolfi Rose, she, she's done enough to earn it. Oh, yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure. And Talia Santos, uh, fantastic fight for her. Um, fight of her life. Too bad it didn't turn out um, the way she had hoped. Um, and now she's got a broken or overtable bone as well. So. And no belt for you, even though she. And I, she I was gonna say hmm. too, a, a rematch reasonable for this one, except the broken yep. orbital is just gonna leave yep. her out long enough that like yep. she might as well go fight one more time before she she gets a rematch. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it, worst case scenario for Santo, she lost the fight and she won't be able to, um, you know, take take the uh, momentum that she has off of the loss. Um, surprisingly, uh, she can't take that momentum into a a rematch or or even a number one contender fight. So too bad for her. Um, that's the way she goes in this sport. Uh, that was the only decision we had on the card. Um, oh, oh, we got that pick right, of course. Minus 589 <laughs> on Shevchenko. So, down got every pick right in the main card, as you mentioned earlier, including the next one. Women's draw fight, Zhang Weili beat Joanna Yanjacek. Knockout, spinning back fist, 228 into the second round. It was another wild fight. Um, and it kind of, it pretty much went the way, way we predicted it would. Um, Zhang is the more powerful striker. Her her strikes meant more and and um, caused more damage and obviously ultimately uh, ended the fight. So um, very exciting fight for her. Joanna laid her gloves down, says she's retiring. So um, great career. We wish her all the best. And as they say on um, severe MMA, we can't wait to see her next fight. Yeah, I think she's actually done. Yeah, she made uh, uh, this one. I'm this one. I kind of believe, but I uh, I think she was done before this one, to be honest with you. Yeah, without when um, pulled her out of the rankings. I was like, oh, she's yeah. done. Yeah, it's uh, um, it comes. Uh, I'll let you talk. Obviously, uh, I promise. But it comes down to the um, U.S. Uh, ADA testing pool. If she takes her name out of the testing pool, so she's not getting random tested, then I'll believe it. That's like that. That's pretty much. If you ask me, that's the ultimate decider if someone's really um, retired or not. Because once you're out of the out of the testing pool, then what it takes you like six months or something before you can fight again if you want to re-enter it. So um, yeah, if she takes her name out of that, then I will officially believe believe that she is retired at least for you know for the next year. 
she made it sound like she's got stuff lined up. Yeah. I, I'll say that. But uh, enough talking like about this. Like making babies, for instance. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, enough talking <laughs> about this, though. I got to ask. Yeah. Is this the current knockout of the year right now? Is this the front runner? Because it's up there for face me. Plant, the, the, the face plant obviously um, adds to it. Um, huge. The way um, she reached out with her arm, like she was still striking as she face planted. Yeah. I thought yeah. she was awake and just got caught off balance. And then she didn't move. And I was like, oh, shit. She's, she's down. <laughs> so Joanna gets credit for it as well then? Uh, yeah, obviously yeah, yeah. She, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great, great positioning. But Michael Chandler's obviously comes to mind too uh, that we just saw. But yeah, I, 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 wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't argue. That, that it was and sounds like that got Zhang Weili a title fight against Carla Esparza which a lot of people are picking her to win uh yeah like who wouldn't pick her to win that fight yeah she's gonna she's gonna murder her I, she's I'm a good sure, she's a good enough grappler right good enough grappler I'm pretty sure my uh and I'm pretty sure my co-host tweeted out uh from from top turtle MMA account uh <laughs> That that Weili Zhang versus Carla Esparza is gonna look like uh, the T Rex versus the goat in Jurassic Park one, <laughs> um, and I I sort of agree with that. She's just gonna th- that's not going to be a competitive fight. Well, yeah, because she, cause she's got the grappling to go along with the insane uh, power striking. Like, or, gonna... or maybe not better, gra- obviously not better grappling than than Esparza, but but enough to to keep herself afloat. I think uh, enough to make her her strike with her, which is gonna be yeah. a disaster. <laughs> yes it's a shame as far as uh well you said she was mean on on tough but anyhow she's been champed tw- uh, twice it, it's time for Whaley to be champed uh, twice yeah this is one of the rare divisions that people actually win their belts back it, it does not happen in mma once someone loses that's pretty much it the and only one many people the only one up. who's never won it back in that division who had the title and never won it back or at least this is assuming Whaley zhang wins it is yuan yang jay yeah yeah which is funny because everybody talks about how she's like the divisional she's goat. Greatest. Yeah. She's the divisional goat. She's lost to two of those three women who've had the belt twice or will about to have the belt twice. Um, twice. She lost to Whaley twice. She lost to Rose twice. And those guys yeah. both won the title twice. And somehow you want to Jack, greatest straw weight that ever lived. So, uh, Is she though? It, no, she's it, or, definitely or, or not. She... She's undoubtedly not the best yeah. ever. She she beat and everybody will point to her like title defenses. I don't mean to shit on you on on Jack. I no, love you amazing career hall of famer all the things they said but like at the same time like they'll cite like oh you know title defenses and stuff like that yeah she beat jessica penny and freaking claudia gadalia for for belts valerie returno and valerie latourno right like canadian yeah right like sure cite her her title defenses but there's a difference in the skill level there and when she stepped up she got crushed um and, and that's not again not shitting on her but like she's just not She's never going to be Rose or Whaley. Rose and Whaley are the the, the co strawweight goats, um, and and I kind of lean Rose too. I'm just gonna say that despite her recent terrible performance. Um, yeah, it's Joanna's very similar to Ronda Rousey, where almost like I don't want to say pioneer because obviously women have been fighting for much longer than this, but in the UFC, uh, a pioneer of her weight class. You know, competition was wasn't up to snuff yet because you know it, it took took a while for the women to catch up because they haven't had opportunities. And uh, when women did catch up, um, the sport passed her by pretty quick. Yeah. Um, and and <laughs> I, don't, I don't think quite as bad as is no. Rhonda. No. Um, but like she not, faced... not many people have been passed as quickly. As yeah. Rhonda. But, but, but like the first, it, it was also kind of the thing with her is like the first wave of contenders, like all wouldn't have been contenders if you had a fleshed out division. 
Yeah. It, it, it'd be like Whaley being in there and being the champ and getting to like fight like Loma look Bume or something like that. Like, how dare you? It, it, I love Loma. She, she's one of my <laughs> favorites. Awesome. But like at the same time, like that, we know that, that, that wouldn't be, we wouldn't consider that a real title defense. Right. So no. the same way we didn't consider, you know, TJ Dillashaw beating Joe Soto is a, a title defense. I forgot so. about that. That was fun. <laughs> Last minute one. The, the head and brow, uh, uh, yep. what was it? A fucking sauna? No, it was, um, hot tub accident. Hot tub accident. Oh, that's true. I, I, I forgot to mention, we had another weight cutting incident here. Uh, we lost the Manel Cape, Pajeria Bonturin fight because Bontarian... that dude's got to fight at 35. Get yeah, the, get that's right. I forgot out. all about get him. Get yeah, out of the flyweight division, dude. Yeah. That, that's bullshit. Especially because did you know, and, and we, we can't drone too long on this because we're already like, oh, <laughs> but like, did you know this is going to be the first ever fight card with two Portugal, Portuguese born fighters on it ever? Um, really? with Andre Fialho and, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, Manel uh, one of the first time it ever happened, uh, in the UFC. And instead one of them gets ripped away at the last second. It's stupid. Yeah. yeah. I forgot he misweighed his last fight and failed a drug test for it. So yeah. He, he also they, they, they misweighted, more he misweighed at 35 too. He's misweighed yeah, at 35. Have, UFC's really got to be more strict with you. Like it shouldn't be up to the athletic commission to say this guy can't fight it this way. UFC's got to be like, no, cause it's messing up the cards. Yeah. Yeah, it, I agree. Just it, don't, book him, don't book him yeah, at that. Don't book him at that weight anymore. Just uh, it's not like he's a big, sh- big uh, shot that can cause on his own uh, shot. So anyhow, Zhang Willy, Joanna, great fight, uh, fun stuff. Jake Matthews, Dan hit this one. I did not. Um, yeah, Jake Matthews, <laughs> that, that was the best he's ever looked over under Fiala. Fiala looked good. Like Fiala was was in that fight and he had him rocked at one point, but Matthews just pieced him apart, used that length, knocked him out, two twenty four into the second round, which is not. Has Fiala been knocked out before? I'm not sure. I can't remember what um, all my stats that I read off before a fight, but um, yeah, he's been knocked out a few times, but still, it, regardless, uh, irregardless, it was a very impressive win for, for Matthews and got Dan some plus money, plus can I, 110. Go can ahead. I tell you, I would, if, if that is what Jake Matthews just permanently looks like now, which by yeah. the way, he's a grappler. And he, yep. like, he, he is a grappler at his heart. And like, I know on the broadcast, they were like, Jake Matthews fancies himself a striker. Well, like, yeah, after Everybody last night, does. you can. A, a, well, and also after last night, you're, you're <laughs> yes. welcome to. Because that yeah. was some of the best boxing I've seen out of, like, a unranked welterweight in some time. Dude, the amount of guys in the the rankings at welterweight who I would take him over after last night. And I know there's some recency bias in there. It's absurd, dude. Like, would you take him to beat Lee Jingliang? After that fight, mm, yeah, probably. I, I would. I'd take him to beat Jeff Neal. Yeah, probably. Like, yeah. Well, I know, like recently, recency bias, as you said, but yeah, no, he he looked fantastic. Would you take him to beat Fiala's no slush? Fiala's looked fan, fantastic. Would you take him? Would break. you take that version of Jake Matthews to beat Michael Chiesa? Yeah, because he can grapple too. So yes, I would. Uh, yeah, he stuffs the takedowns, blasts him on the feet. Yeah. Uh, how about how about Neil Magny? Would you take him to beat Neil Magny? Yeah, he, he wouldn't be able to use the length and all that stuff. But yeah, he beats Neil Magny because he hits harder and he can grapple. It's right on that line, though, right? Like Neil Magny yeah. is probably the the height of where I'm like, mm, he might beat Neil Magny. 
Neil Magny's 10th in the welterweight division. Yeah. You know, I mean, if Fialo had an inch of reach on him, wait a minute. I'm looking at the stats here. That did not appear to have any reach he advantage. Did, he didn't look like he had any kind of physical <laughs> advantage of any sort. No. Dude, it, and it's kind of back to what I said, too. I, I thought this fight was, as far as where the odds were, really came down to a recency bias, right? Like, a yeah. lot of us thought Fialo was, like, this world beater because he had two wins in a month against Cameron Van Camp. And, and the Baeza ba- fight's good, but, like, he, he yeah. didn't look like a world beater until he knocked him out. Uh, yeah. And then he, he did look like a world beater against Cameron Van Camp. Um, <laughs> but, like, Matthews is another animal, and then he leveled up on top of being another animal. So, yep. yeah, like, d- dude, I-, I mean, like, just incredible performance. I can't get over how good he looked. Like, I, I was... You know, and, and we'll talk about the performance bonuses. Anybody who got a finish got one. Good for you yep. guys. Um, yep. But like, I like I thought he deserved one at the end of the day just because of how good he looked. No kidding. Yeah, we're, we're trying to cut the length of our episodes, but this this um, at least the main so, card portion was just yeah. Too, we'll too we'll good fly there. through these prelims. <laughs> Jack Della on on to one of our patron saints of our podcast. Jack Della, Madalena very easily passed the test over Ramazine Emiev, which was a big step. Like I wrote in a bunch, and I probably said on the podcast too, that this was a big step up in competition for him. Um, knock TKO punches two thirty two into the first round looked fantastic. Um, stuffing the takedowns or, or keeping himself off his back, at least um, getting himself back up. I think he got taken down once, right? Or yeah, kind of taken a, down once. He was in a Dars choke for a little bit. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, yeah, and yeah that's right. That's worked, right. The way he worked yeah. out of that Dars choke, dude, was beautiful. And I will say this, like a lot of times with prospects, we say to ourselves like, uh, you know, like this guy isn't proven on the ground or like this guy got taken down a bunch. I have more faith in Jack Della after watching him get put in a Dars choke and be like, yeah. that's Hey, Ramazan, that's cute. Watch what I can do. He gets the fuck out of it, and then he blasts that dude's liver with <laughs> yep. one of the meanest left hands I've seen in a long time. Like, And that's what crumbled him, by the way. It wasn't yep. a shot to his head. He crumbled him with a body shot. Um, Yeah, no, dude, sky's the limit for this kid. I, yep. I mean, like, I can't. Dude, welterweight got put on notice last night with Jake Matthews oh, and yeah. Jack Della Madalena. Like, yep. hey, Hey, ranked welterweights, get a load of this shit because these two are coming. <laughs> yep. Uh, hurry up, uh, Leon Edwards. This title fight better not fall through because uh, <laughs> the new breed is coming. So, um, and Dalla, I have it in front of me. Uh, um, Israel Adesanya won like something like seventy five hundred bucks off off of this uh, off of that fight. Uh, he had he had two thousand bucks on Jack Dalla via KO. He got three point seven five times his money. So yeah. Della says he may hit him up for for a loan or or, or a cut of that. So, yeah, he uh, made a believer out of a lot of people. Um, and I had people thanking me on Twitter for for I guess um, telling him to pick him. So it wasn't very hard. Very wasn't a very hard choice for us to to say pick Jack Della. So we hit that one at what did we we had him at yeah I loved it. Another reason I loved it so much because we had him at one sixty pretty decent number. Yeah, one sixty two. So yeah. So yeah, I went four and one. Dan went five and zero oh on the on the main card portion i'm going to tell you about our lovely friends at manscape and then we're going to rip through the the prelims and rip through the road to ufc and then we'll get everyone home um gentlemen father's day is just around the corner and our friends at manscaped are here to ensure all the fathers all the father figures so you don't have to be father you can be a father figure out there are looking at daddy material this june manscaped's performance package 4.0 which includes their signature lawnmower 4.0 it's a perfect bundle to tackle any and all old man hair from head to toe. 
This right here is no dad joke. Treat them and yourself and join the 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer. Get 70% off and free shipping with the code SGP at manscaped.com. Trust me, his dad bod will thank you. Manscaped is designed with fathers in mind and the performance package 4.0 is here just in time for your pop's special day. Inside this package, he'll find their lawnmower, 4.0 trimmer, weed whacker ear and nose, hair trimmer, crop preserver, ball deodorant, crop reviver toner, performance boxer briefs, and a travel bag to hold his goodies. First off, let me start by saying the lawnmower 4.0 will be the official MVP of Father's Day. Their fourth generation trimmer features a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents thanks to their advanced skin safe technology. The lawnmower 4.0 is waterproof and also has a 400K LED spotlight he needs for a more precise shave. Does your dad use the same trimmer for his body and face? Let's throw that out the window and give him the upgrade he deserves. But wait, there's more. Manscaped just launched their brand new boxers 2.0 that are, dare I say, the best boxers ever. We all know dads love their comfort. With summer just around the corner, the boxers 2.0 are here to save every father from the uncomfortable heat. These new boxers are packed with revolutionary features, including the jewel pouch designed to cradle his boys in their own special space. This right here is a game changer. Whether he's won the lawn, taking out the trash, or golfing in the sun, these moisture-wicking boxers breathe without breaking a sweat. Dads, buy this for yourself. Sons, buy this for you and your dads. Ladies, buy this for your man. And dog daddies, you deserve this treat too. Here's your call to action, y'all. 20% off and free shipping. You get all that with code SGP at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. So use code SGP and you get all that. Shake what your mama gave you. Nah, shake what your daddy gave you over at Manscaped. All right. We got the next fight wrong. I thought we had it right. So I had us with a extra win, but I realized, oh, wait a minute. That's right. Koulibao did win. Joshua Koulibao beat Sing Wu Choi. Split decision 28-29, 29-28, 29-28. I think it was the right decision, if I remember correctly. Yeah, not much more to say other than that. Koulibao looked better than Choi did yep. here. He was faster, yep. looked better. Yeah, I, Good fight, I scored though. it for... Scored it for Troy or scored it for Kulabau. Um, when I heard it was a split, I was kind of shocked and hoping that uh, for our sake that that Choi stole it. But yeah, good 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 win for Kulabau. Um, you know, fun to watch. Period. That was a big a big underdog win for him too. He was plus one ninety five, so a pretty big uh, underdog coming through there. Uh, Mahashate, uh, he, he did it. Did Jong have money on him? I didn't hear. Uh, was he I, excited? I I, I might have missed it. Were. Also, yeah, also, we missed how to say it, too. Uh, yeah. we, we've Mahash- been blowing it. Mahashate. Mahashate. And, it, and he just goes by that. He doesn't go by the... the family yeah, yeah, it's just Mahashate. Anyhow, he uh, made us look like fools, Dan. He knocked out Steve Garcia. Steve Garcia got a little too uh, reckless and cute there. And he got put to sleep by Mahashate. A minute 14 into the first round. Um Thoughts on Mahashate? Is he the real deal here, or, or nope. is this sure he's still out? Yeah, <laughs> no, it was Garcia no, being reckless, right? Well, no. In in look, if you go back to my Wednesday breakdown uh, on our show, I broke I this to? down. I don't, no, don't. But like, okay. I'll, I'll I'll run it back for you. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I broke this down perfect. Mahashate backs up stupidly with his chin up in the air, inviting yeah. people to knock him out. He fights it lightweight, where a fucking ton of people will actually fucking knock him out. Steve <laughs> Garcia was tempted to knock him out because his chin was up in the air and he was backing up like a dope. And like all, all through that, all of the things I said, and then Garcia just gets tagged on the chin in the process. Like yep. it, it was everything I thought, except for uh, Garcia missed the blow that he went for. And Mahashate's got 
fucking damn good counter. So, no, he's not the real deal. He's an awful prospect at lightweight. Selling on Mahashate. Uh, watch him get knocked out the next time by Terrence McKinney. You li- listen in, Jong, and anyone else uh, jumping on the Mahashate train. Good. That means we can make some money off him because probably after this, if he gets a fight pretty. Oh, he'll, he'll be favored. Yep. Yep. He he could give us some good money. I just got another thanks, man. I just keep, you know, I got a thanks for my DraftKings lineup coming through too, Dan. It's, we did good for people on the, on the weekend. So, um, all right. Just can't concentrate because I keep getting people thanking me for this. I guess we're doing community service here, Dan. We, we are. I should have done community <laughs> service on this next fight. There's the transition yep. you needed. Yep, Dan, I, I kept trying to tell him, isn't Brendan, Brendan Allen, like, isn't, is he a better MMA grappler? He, he's no, at least, he's not. Uh, the answer no, is no, he's not. He's, he, he's, he's at least good enough to win a grappling fight over Jake, Jake he did not. He did not oh, whatever. <laughs> Minus 260, Brendan Allen won. Uh, apparently it's a disputed decision because Dan was on the wrong side of this one. Dude, Sour Malcolm, grapes. Malcolm won that fight. <laughs> uh, look, I, I'm, I, I don't know how this came out unanimous. Uh, and, and I get that, like, I, I get that, like, there were rounds that were toss-ups, but man, like, anytime Allen was on top, Malcolm just went deep half guard and swept them. Uh, yeah. So, like, w- again, like, I, I know, and this is the fight where I was talking about before, where we have to talk about the word, um, the the Best word grappling? damage. Oh, yeah, the word damage and, and how damage doesn't really affect effective grappling. He was on his back and he was digging for chokes. That's like throwing big haymakers and landing like flush shots. It's not like it's not like throwing a shot that wobbles them, but it's like throwing a flush shot as you're digging in for the choke because it's that's how close you are to finishing the fight. And like Malcolm was on his back a ton of times in this fight, had his hooks in, was digging for chokes, and somehow we didn't score that like it was meaningful. So, uh, look, I, I think Malkin is the better grappler, looked like the better grappler. I'll tell you what, the fans for damn sure thought Malkin won yeah. that fight. If you listen yeah. listened afterwards when Brendan Allen's getting interviewed, uh, my, my stock in Brendan Allen continues to go down. I continue to think he is less and less of a threat every time I watch him fight. Yeah, it, he definitely didn't do much for his stock last night. Well, he did some for his stock. He, he probably made it go down. Plus, he's got some interesting hair going on now, too. I don't know. Him, him sure. and Jake Matthews look totally different now, right? They both had Jake Matthews tattoos were sick, dude. That dude, that dude tatted himself up in the Yeah, he's, he's getting and, like uh, that. Um, yeah, he's getting the um, the, like what the Australian dudes are getting, like the the full like um, is, is it Maori? Um, those tattoos that he I has. I think like, it is, but I, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna comment on it because I don't know. But like the, <laughs> the Tyson, the Tyson Pedro. Look. Tyson Pedro, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so, he's yeah. got he's got the Tyson Pedro look. Yeah, yeah. For and, sure. you know, this isn't a, a tattoo uh, podcast. This is a Kyung Ho Kang podcast though, because I got this pick right. He beat Bat the Batgirl, um, Barbara Gordon, uh, Batgirl Dana. Even though Dana did look like the scarier fighter the whole fight along, uh, Kang was so fast and he he looked really. I'm, good. I'm impressed with Kang. Yeah. He, yeah. He, uh, he looked great. Twenty eight across the board. Yeah. He and, great. And right decision on this one. Um, but yeah, good, fast. He is what seven and three now in the UFC. He's won four, four or five. Yeah. And there was, I think the only reason we don't talk more about that record too, is the long layoff for mandatory, uh, military service. Um, but yeah, like he, he looked good in the crazy thing is I thought his path to victory here was through the grappling and it wasn't, um, 
which makes him even more dangerous at bantamweight. But uh, yeah, like I guess we'll we'll just see what's next for Kang. Uh, uh, hopefully not taking over the Earth, right? No, that's alien Kodos. Kang. That was Kodos, and yeah, Kodos wants to take over. Yeah. Kang's just uh, just going along for the ride. Uh, yeah, sure, this sure. one this one hurts. The next one hurts. Yanni was right, Dan. Liang Na got knocked out by Savannah Gomez Juarez, 122 into the first round. This was one of our dogs we were most into, Liang Na. Now she's probably going to get cut and everything. I don't know. The UFC seems to <laughs> want Chinese prospects, That's true. Uh, but this was definitely them trying to set her up. And uh, yeah, you know, I work. really, I really think she don't. I really only think she needed one takedown. And for some reason, though. It's weird because her attempts in this fight were sloppier than the ones against Ariane Carnalosi, uh, which I I don't understand. Like, how how did she regress so much in her wrestling? Because her wrestling against Carnalosi looked good. It looked really bad here. Um, This is what I thought it would look like if she stayed on the feet. I just didn't think under any circumstance it would stay on the feet. Um, Gomez Juarez, though, like, man, dude, if she she can keep more fights on the feet, man, is she going to do some damage? Because, like, I think people forgot her fight against Vanessa Demopoulos too. She tagged Demopoulos and then fouled her to the ground like an idiot and got armbarred. Mm-hmm. But like, yep. like she's she tagged her and put her down. So you know who knows what she can do if she keeps more fights standing. Uh, yeah, but this this one stung. And then we started things off good with La Pantera. Jocelyn Edwards beat Ramona Pasquale 29-28 in a featherweight fight. I don't know, not much to say about this. I don't know if Pasquale is she's tough, but I don't know if she's UFC caliber. Um, she like she doesn't belong in UFC. This. You're you're right about she, that. She, yep, she, she probably get, but we hit that pick, so whatever. Um, so I went seven and three, seven four. I made eleven bucks. Dan went six and five, lost one hundred forty five dollars. Oh yeah, yeah, Dan. On the year, I'm at sixty seven percent still. I'm up a, over a thousand bucks. Dan is down. Look at you. The, he's doing it. Hundred dollars a hundred dollars a fight, and this guy yeah. is still gonna be profitable at the end of the year. <laughs> and Dan, sixty percent winning percentage, which, which is very good for you, Dan. Uh, down eleven hundred bucks. So, um, oh yeah, performance. I got time. I got time. I got time. You do it. Yeah, remember last year you made a mad comeback at the end of the year, almost caught up to me. Um, bonuses: Yuri Prohashka versus Glover for fight of the night. Duh, and then. Bunch of finishers. All they finishes. gave up. They gave out a bunch of bonuses for finishes. Zhang Weili, Jake Matthews, Jack Della Madalena, Mahashet, Savannah Gomez Juarez. All got fifty thousand. Then the Crypto.com fan bonuses. The fans came through again, Dan. Don't read these. You don't see who? Read these see who got first shit. place? Valentina Shevchenko <laughs> got did, first place. Thirty thousand bucks. Don't give. Don't give any of this this uh, crypto bullshit any airtime. It makes me Yuri so got angry. Yuri got twenty, Zhang got ten thousand, all Bitcoin. You can see all the payouts and everything Those on. Those are better on, picks than when Rose won. I know. <laughs> you can see all all the payouts on moneymma.substack.com, which is the site I run. All right. Um. Oh, our recommended plays. Uh, Dan lost forty bucks on Liang. He lost 30 bucks on Yuri via KO. He won on Jack Della. He won on Jake Matthews. So he ended up down 44 bucks. I lost on the Yuri TKO prop. I I won 50, uh, had 50 bucks on Jack Della. So that one came through. And then I lost on Liang. So I was one and two down 19 bucks. On the year, Dan is up $2 now. See? Boom. Really still profitable, hit. baby. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up 70, 73 bucks. So yeah, we're, I, we're, I the, we're both in the green. So that's exactly. what you meant to say. You meant to say we're gotta, both in the green. It's true. I got to stop being so so cute with the picks. Um, and then Liang via sub, Garcia via knockout was our big Jong. 
uh, parlay. That at least we didn't get any right this time, Dan. Usually you get one right. Yeah, this I one, mean like this one stings a little, little less. Yeah, I, I mean, yeah. <laughs> We're back All at right. it next week. We're back at it next. We week. are. All right, I'm going to tell you about last two sponsors. I'm going to tell you, we're going to go through Road to UFC very quickly. And then we're going to tell you some exciting changes to the podcast coming up. And then, then we'll let everyone leave, okay? Athletic Greens. We're brought to you by Athletic Greens and their AG1 supplement. So what is this stuff? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole foods, source superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start to help you start your day right. The special, special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy recovery, focus, and aging, all of those things. And it costs you less than $3 a day. You're investing in your health and it's cheaper than your cold brew habit. AG1 supports better sleep quality and recovery. And Athletic Greens has over 7,000 five-star reviews. To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com SGP. Again, that's athleticgreens.com SGP to take ownership of your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. And when you're online ordering that, make sure you use an IP Vanish. Because did you know that Browsing online using incognito mode doesn't actually protect your privacy. That's right. Without added security, you might as well give away all your private data to hackers. Advertises your ISP and other prying eyes. That's why I use IPVanish VPN to make it easy to stay truly private and secure on the internet. IPVanish helps you safely browse the internet by encrypting 100% of your data. This means that your private details, passwords, communications, browsing history, and more will be completely shielded from falling into the wrong hands. Even your physical location will be hidden. IPVanish makes you virtually invisible online. It's that simple. You can use IPVanish on unlimited devices without sacrificing on speed. Your computers, tablets, phones, even devices like your Fire Stick when you're streaming media. Whether I'm at home or in public, I don't go online anymore without using IP Vanish. IP Vanish is offering an incredible 70% off their yearly plan for our listeners with a 30-day money-back guarantee. It's just like getting nine months for free. IP Vanish is super easy to use. All you have to do is tap one button and you're instantly protected. You won't even know it's on. Stop sharing with the world everything you stream, everything you search for, and everything you buy. Take your privacy back today with the brand rate of 4.6 out of 5 on Trustpilot. So here's what you do. Go to ipvanish.com slash SGP and use promotional code SGP and claim your 70% savings. That's ipvanish.com slash SGP. All right, Road to UFC Singapore went down all over, um, actually Thursday and Friday, um, early morning on the East Coast here, very, very early. Um, but Dan was up to make a TV appearance, so he, he got to see his girl, Nutsin, um, come through. She won, didn't look super impressive, though you said. She looked great. She, I mean, like, I, I stand by my assertion she'd beat 50% of the straw weights in the UFC. Right. Like, she, she'd beat the shit out of Silvana Gomez Juarez. Like, she, she'd demolish her. Hope she does, because um, she broke her heart. And, and But the thing is, like, ye damn sale, uh just wouldn't engage. So at the end yeah. of the day, like, it was a lot of, like, her just, like, stuffing takedowns that were for too far away. Looking real good doing it, and then, like, in the clinch landing knees. Um. I hope they give her a shot, but I think probably she's destined for contender series and will win a yeah. contract easily there. And yeah, we don't have to go through every fight. Dan went five and four, lost sixty three bucks, but he hit a big one ninety eight underdog. Hopefully you're in on that one. Uh Lou versus Sirigar. Any anything any other fight or fighter worth mentioning or keeping an eye on going forward? Or could we Yeah, I, I'm I mean like the the only other one I'll mention is the he I mean he was a massive favorite, but Yinian uh Rinya Nakamura was he, I mean like yep. his his wrestling is so fucking good and in a tournament like this that's got like a lot of like Thai style fighters in it, like it's just gonna play up. Like he's a I, I think he was a if I remember correctly, a U twenty three world champion. So like his wrestling is gonna play in MMA no matter what. And I think in a tournament like this that has guys who are all kickboxers and shit like that, 
um, it, it's going to play even more. And Topnoy had the quote of the night when you he's talked not about good though. That's the, uh, like, of course he of course he's smoking cigarettes before uh before a fight, which is totally that's like who cares that, who cares that, that's what to, totally what 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 I what I picture like Thai boxers doing right. That's like up to stereotype it seems. It's funny his manager too shared out a, a video of him like ripping cigarettes right after <laughs> his his fight in Ryzen like a few yeah. years back. Like dude, he's he's uh, like a fun Muay Thai fighter. He he's doomed if he fights anybody who can wrestle a little bit. Can you can you tell that Dan picked against him and lost? Um, so uh, hey, I love you, Mahor <laughs> Uchi too. And you, Mahor <laughs> Uchi, uh, like go to our our and this is a good reminder. Go to our and uh, MMA Twitter page. Um, I showed I shared a fun clip of uh, Horuchi taking his back by jumping off the cage. It's a, such a sick back take. Um, but yeah, like I got this one right on top. No, I look good. Um, but just in kickboxing, nothing else. Two hundred and two cool kids have joined up now with the SGPN MMA Twitter handle. Uh, Dan is doing knockout uh, knockout work there. Lots of good um, clips, videos tweets even uh I, I noticed the traffic went up substantially after dan put up a video of himself on a tv show so once you once you see that pretty face everyone wanted to subscribe to the uh sgpn mma um twitter feed so if you're not one of the cool kids yet make sure you are follow that there and follow us jeff fox writer he is gumby vreeland anything else about these events we just covered that you want to speak on dan no i think that's it all right, here's the exciting news. I want to say we're going to be doing bonus episodes, but I, this is just basically, it's not going to be bonus. It's the, just going to the be new, the new the norm. New, the new norm. We're going to be dropping three, four times a week, uh, probably four times, um, assuming that there is events to cover. Trying to make the episodes a little more concise. Still playing this one. Was, this one wasn't. This it was one too was good of an event. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll we will save space for nonsense because we know you're all here for the nonsense, not just winning picks. So, um, anyhow, we are coming back right back in your ears. I'll probably drop this on Monday, um, and it will be our PFL picks because PFL is back. Well, Dan's picks. Uh, I, I only pick UFC. That's my that's my niche. Um, PFL picks. PFL is back on Friday. We're going to give you picks for it on Monday. Jong is very excited about that, of course. Our, the, the gens are happy about that. Dan is profitable in PFL so far this year. Um, not hugely profitable, but a profit nonetheless. He's up 1.4%. I just crunched the numbers before we went on air here. So he's going to add to that this week. But we're going to give you picks and run through the PFL card. Um, so you should have that in yours Monday. Wednesday, we will be back because the UFC is back. So Wednesday nights will continue to be our UFC night. When we drop our UFC pod, this will be UFC on ESPN. Cater or Qatar, if you want to call him a country name, uh, Cater versus Emmett. Um, so we'll drop that in New Year's on Wednesday. We'll see how much we, we get covered on Wednesday. If you know, if we have more, we want to tell you. It's a pretty big fight card, so um, we may just have to have another bonus pod come out maybe on the Friday with uh, maybe some recommended plays, some prop picks, some DraftKings picks. You know. Well, we'll see how it goes. We'll see. We'll play it by ear, as as they like to say. So, definitely, you'll be um, getting a, another pod from us in your feed on Monday for PFL. Definitely get a pod from us on Wednesday for UFC, and then probably you'll have another one on Friday too. So, hey, and it's all for free. So, I, I, make sure you subscribe to our main feed, as um, MMA Gambling Podcast feed, wherever you listen to your podcast. Follow us on Twitter, like I said. Read our stuff at sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Um, I think that's it. You want to take us home this time, Dan? 
Sure. I'm David Ruby Freeland. He is the stalker, Jeff Fox. <laughs> we will catch you, get this, on Monday. Yes.